Welcome back to SaltCast. My name is Bob Turner, and I'm the director of the Sunset Academy of Leadership Training, otherwise known as SALT. And uh, once again, we have with us today Rolf McDaniel, who is an elder with the Austin Street Church of Christ in Hopewell, Virginia. Welcome back, and thank you, Brother McDaniel, for taking time to be with us today. Sure, Bob. Thanks again for having me. Well, I appreciate it, and I want to remind all of our listeners that if they've not had the opportunity to hear the first session that we had, to go back and listen to that session, I think there were some things there that really laid a great foundation for the direction of what we're going to look at today, and I think if they have a chance to listen to that, it will just really help them as we move forward in our discussion about especially leading a congregation during a time of crisis or pandemic like we've experienced over the last year. And so I really like to turn this first question more inward and, and maybe more personal in nature uh, for you and the other elders there. How, how have the elders grown? Uh, how has this pandemic really affected you guys as elders how have you grown in your relationship to each other? How have you grown as, as leaders? Uh, just how has it helped you as far as leaders in the congregation? You know, I think that's a very interesting question. Um, uh, the last, I'll make a comment personally first. I'm not sure okay. what my uh, other three fellow elders would say in this, okay? Um, not just the pandemic, but some other things. Um, you know, the last year, I've been an elder for roughly, I, I think it's 25 years now, okay? All right. And, uh, you know, again, we've had a very stable congregation, but there are always challenges, and the challenges come up from sure. time to time. And uh, sometimes those challenges are a little bit stressful, to be honest with you. Um, and but the last year has me personally been the most stressful time of my time as an elder. These have been difficult decisions that we've had to make and tough decisions and um, uh, trying to treat everybody fairly, trying to do the things the right way, trying to um uh, fulfill our responsibility to our community, to our state, to our nation, and being obedient to the laws and what uh, the government may be saying, while at the same time trying to stay obedient to the commands of God um, as uh, as His church or whatever. So it's it's it, and trying to serve our our people during a difficult time. It's it's been very stressful. I would say the way it's um, helped us it is it has drawn us closer together we know that we have to depend on each other okay mm. uh, we know that we have to have confidence in each other we know that we have to have trust in each other i think it's built that through the years i've, I've, I've watched that with uh those i've served as an elder just watch the things that we uh that it's our responsibility to do just help us draw closer together and again to to make sure that we have confidence and trust in each other and i think that's happened I think it's also taught us, I think it's taught all Christians, but it's taught the eldership too, that life is very fragile. And um, this, this earth is not our home. We're just passing through and we need to remember that and always remember that. Be thankful for the many blessings that we have, uh, not only the spiritual blessings that we have, but the physical blessings we have in this unbelievable, uh, unbelievably blessed country that we live in. And right. to be thankful for those things, but to remember that those things are very fragile and life can change in a heartbeat and life can change very quickly and challenges can come and just it reminds us that indeed 
um, that there's only one that we really can depend upon and that's, uh, and that's God and his, and, um, and his son, Jesus. Okay. That's, that's the only thing we can really depend upon. Okay. Um, that's the only thing that's really sturdy. All of the things that we sometimes count as sturdy in our lives sometimes are not. And I think all we've dealt with this pet, with this pandemic and maybe some other things too have taught us that and have reminded us, reminded us of that. <clears throat> sure. So this, as we kind of lead from that, I want to combine these next two questions as as one, really. But how have you as elders, as a result of of how you've grown, how have you stayed connected to the congregation as leaders? And how have you worked to keep the congregation connected to each other? We, We talked about in the last session the idea of how isolated people have been, and I know that's affected the elders as well, as you mentioned. So how have you worked to stay connected uh, as best you could with the members of the congregation and how have you kept them connected to each other? As we've made a couple of decisions as time has gone on, I can remember specifically when we made some initial decisions uh, about, again, going to streaming. And then after we went to streaming, when we were making the decisions to come back together to, to, um, you know, to meet again as uh, in person, uh, I can remember us doing um, on one of the streamings, you know, that we, um, um, that it really just before worship service, we wanna, went on a little earlier, told the congregation we were going to do that. And um, I, I think we designated two of us, four elders, uh, you know, to kind of take questions from the congregation to make anything they wanted to ask us uh, and so forth. And we communicated them you know, that way online and so forth. Um, Initially, when we shut down um, the in-person worship and went to 12 or 13 weeks or so, where we were just doing online worship, um, we divided the congregation up among all of us four elders and we called them. We called them, you know, each one of us had a certain number to call and we called them, we chatted with them, we made sure where they were, uh, we've done that a couple times. We've asked our deacons to help us in that. Obviously, our preachers helped in that. Um, so um, those kind of things I mentioned uh, a little earlier. We we stay in touch through email, um, and that we have a uh, church bulletin. It's always gone out once a week, and we continue to stay in touch that way. I must say though, um, just in our last meeting um, um, a week ago tomorrow night, we talked again, the four of us talked again about we've got to get back in touch with our people, even though we're meeting now, you know, and we see them, um, uh, or at least two thirds of them roughly, um, uh, we see, you know, in the worship services, uh, maybe in our Bible studies now that we've resumed those, that we've got to get back to out to our people again. We've got to go back to them and have some more personal contact with them, with maybe the 60 or 70 or so that are not attending services now because of, uh, uh, you know, the fear of the COVID and, 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 and all of that. Okay. We just, as a matter of fact, we decided um, that at our next meeting, which will be a week from tomorrow night, um, we're going to lay down some more plans uh, or whatever to get back in touch with the congregation again, because that's one of the things we're very concerned about. Where will we be when this is over? Okay. And we've also talked about what steps we'll take when this is finally over. Okay. And we're able to, um, by the grace of God, we have this COVID under control and we can go on in a quote, more normal situation. I guess what I'm saying is we've done some things, but we realize there's more work to be done. 
Uh, well, and it kind of leads into uh, a part of the direction I, I really like for us to discuss, because obviously 2021 is, is a year that most people are thinking with the introduction of the vaccine and, and just with the time frame that has elapsed over the last year with the fighting this virus, that, that everybody's at least thinking there's some light at the end of the tunnel, that it's going to be positive. And if you don't mind, share some of the decisions that you guys have made about planning for the year ahead and what you plan to do uh, coming through this and out of this time of pandemic with the congregation. Well, I would have to say I'm not sure we're that far along in our planning, okay? We've okay. kind of been, uh, maybe I hate to admit this, but at this point, we've kind of been reactionary, if you will, okay, as we've dealt right. with this from time to time. I guess I would go back. I have some thoughts, and I think we all have some thoughts, and again, uh, our preacher Mike Green has some thoughts uh, of how we do this, but we've got to solidify it. We've got to really solidify Number one, again, as I just said a moment ago, getting back to our members right now while this is all still going on, but where do we go once we're back to as a brotherhood? We've got to set down. Now, we have some things. We will resume some of the things we've had to put on hold, um, you know, um, uh, various things that we've done in the past here and so forth, again, that we that we have put on hold. We'll reinstitute some of those things, but I also think there'll be some special things where we um, um, you know, just um, do things that we, we need to do to bring us back together as a brotherhood and reestablish this as a brotherhood. I don't think we've lost the fact that we're a brotherhood. I, a brotherhood. I don't mean that. I just mean that uh, there is some isolation. There's some, some people have been separated. So I'm not sure I'm giving you a good answer on this one, Bob, but because we, we've talked about just within the last month of setting down some plans, okay, of what we will do. Uh, I want to give Mike some credit. He's talked to, he's said to us, we got to think about that, you know, and so forth. Mm -hmm. And so we have. So, you know, Bob, I don't want to misrepresent it. I don't think we've laid down anything specific yet, but certainly it's in our minds and we're getting ready to talk about those things. And, I, well, and I'll just say, I hope and pray that that time is coming quickly. Okay? <laughs> because well, I'm tired of the other side of this, okay? <laughs> well, and I think you're expressing what many others have expressed as well. It's, it's so challenging. And, and really, because there is still so much uncertainty as to the time frame that we're looking at, that a lot of people are, are just trying to go one day at a time and get through this thing before they really start thinking about, okay, when we come out of it. So you're not alone. And, uh, and I think there's I, some I truth to that. that. I don't mean to interrupt you. I think that's some truth that that's where we are, that although, again, the, the news about the vaccine is good news and so forth, and it's starting to be distributed, people are starting to be vaccinated, and people are saying that I don't know. I, I'm certainly no medical person, so I can't predict this, but maybe we'll be out of this by the fall, you know, hopefully and so forth. But there's still challenges right now. So it's almost, if not day to day, it's week to week meeting the challenges right now. OK. Yeah. And again, making sure that we're staying in contact with our people, making sure we're taking care of their needs, making sure we're serving them and so forth. I think it's more of that right now. But we recognize we're going to have to be proactive and get ready when the Lord blesses us when this is uh, with sure. the time that this is over. Yeah. Well, one last question I want to ask you. Uh, I realize that every congregation is, is different uh, from West Coast to East Coast, North to South. The sizes are different. The demographics are different within the congregation. Cultures are different. I, and I understand all of that. 
But as, just in general, as you think about uh, the congregation there, what advice or suggestions would you give to another congregation or another eldership that might help them navigate through this, this time of the pandemic? I personally think the most important thing, uh, because we've had to change how we would do this, change how we would do this, go from doing it this way to doing it this way to doing it this way, to what we might have to do over the next six months or so before this is over. Uh, I think the most important thing is that as Christians, and we've talked to our people about this, and I wanna say our people have been remarkable at this. I'm so thankful for them. I'm so proud of them. Uh, I'm talking about our members. I'm so um, um, humbled by them, to be very honest with you that we've talked to our people about, we, we can't be divisive on this. Um, my understanding is that there's been some division throughout the brotherhood in various congregations about these various things, you know, uh, should everybody be wearing a mask? Should they not be wearing a mask? Some people don't want to wear a mask. Other people are upset because everybody's not wearing the mask and so forth. Okay, people can, can, can have different opinions about that, but we cannot separate as Christians. We have to be unified as Christians, okay? We have yeah. to stay together, okay? Uh, we cannot let, uh, no one convince me can convince me that the devil is not using this pandemic, okay, to, to do as much harm as he can do to the Lord's church, to do as much harm as he can do to individual Christians. We can't let him win. We just can't let him win. And we've talked to our congregation about that. Just stay together, stick together. Let's, let's be unified. Let's treat each other as brothers. We may have different opinions about certain things and so forth. Certainly we do, okay? Different opinions about non-scriptural things maybe, but uh, but we've got, we cannot let these things divide us. And I, if I had one thing to say to, I think, uh, to other elders across in various other congregations, it would be to do that, to just continually talk to your brethren and say, let's treat each other as brethren. Let's stick together in doing the Lord's work. Um, let's stick together and lot, not let Satan have any inroads with this thing. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, that's, that is great. So true. And I appreciate it. Brother McDaniel, thank you again. I appreciate you taking time because uh, I know that you have a busy schedule there. The work is, is very taxing as well. But thank you for taking time to visit with us today and, and share some wonderful thoughts that I know will benefit all those who have opportunity to listen uh, to this podcast. And I want to thank all of our listeners. Thank you for listening in. And uh, I pray that you will uh, enjoy and benefit and grow from the time that you take to listen uh, to all that we have recorded, and, and I pray that it'll be a benefit to you and your congregation. And until next time, we wish you Godspeed. God bless.